0: Oh, uh, so I don't know if that did you did you watch the newest of um Robot Chicken like the season finale? Uh,
1: no, I haven't. I haven't caught up on that. So there
0: was a thing where, and I don't know if I'm not sure if this implies that they're bringing them back for a season, or if it's just going to be that movie. But there was a thing at the very end with Doc Hammer and uh, Jackson Public, or Chris McCullough, where um. Oh, and you can add this end of the show if you want. You know, oh, if you okay. Let ending. me let me push record. Okay, go. Okay, because uh, what you you'd stopped recording?
1: No, no. Oh. Right.
0: <laughs> but anywho, uh, there was the thing at the the so the very end of um robot of like the season finale of this season of Robot Chicken. There was a thing where they go and stay tuned for uh, a preview of se- of the next seat of the new season of Venture Brothers, and it was a thing where it was a marionette puppet of uh, of both uh, uh, was it uh, uh, what's you-, you call it uh, uh, the monarch and then um, and then uh, number twenty uh, 20- and then and twenty one and they were interacting and then like. Uh, Jackson Puppet just drops character when he's operating the puppet. he's like, "Oh, come on, they cancelled us or something <laughs> like that. So I don't know if that was implying. And then he goes like, oh, but he goes, no, say I, I don't damage the puppet. We could sell it on eBay. Or something. So I don't know if that was actually implying that there is gonna be a full season or if the, you, know, you know they did they did do the thing where they announced they're supposed to be that movie, so right. Yeah. So I don't know, but like that was kind of an interesting little nod, and I'm not sure what that implies <laughs> if that if there is actually going to be a show or if or if it's going to be a movie or what. But like, uh,
1: I, I don't know. I never heard of no movie before. I ain't never
0: heard of no Venture Brothers before, but <laughs> but yeah. So if, you a,
1: if you can figure out a way to work that into the show, oh, to I edit agree. that in. I can easily do that. I'm doing it right now. I don't believe you.
0: You're doing it right as, now, right this second. I don't believe
1: you. As yep. I edit, you know the old uh, uh, Looney Tunes where the the unseen writer and artist would, uh, you know, erase the picture, oh, the thing with, and draw things with, with and,
0: Daffy Duck, and with uh, and then Bugs the, Bunny, and it ends up being Bugs Bunny is like messing with Daffy Duck, and yeah. Then, and then there's one with
1: Bugs Bunny where someone's messing with him. It turns out it's Elmer Fudd. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's what I'm doing right now. I'm editing. I don't believe you. And you're watching it happen. All right. Well, let's uh, get into it. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. <laughs>
0: everybody. Welcome back to another exciting and thrilling episode of what is it, Caleb?
1: The Normal Show!
0: Was that Animal?
1: <laughs> no, it's Gilbert
0: Godfrey! If that's Gilbert Godfrey, then why does it not sound like him? Affleck! <laughs> uh, so I guess oh, wow. we'll go ahead and start since... I guess we'll start off with this one, <laughs> since it, you know, it, it just happened today, too, right?
1: Yeah, well, uh, I just heard about it, and I believe yeah. it did just happen today. So, yeah. Um, uh,
0: so legendary Godfrey. comedian and voiceover artist, uh, Gilbert Godfrey passed away. Um, uh, he was 67 years old. Uh, let me bring up here, let me get all, on the old IMDb here. Um, you know he'd been around forever he's one of those guys that i mean I, he, he's one of like the, the carson comedian generation too you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like jerry seinfeld and um yeah and even like in the andrew like, and, and andrew dice clay and all those guys and like you know just yeah. like that and and all like kind of like comedy store people and and bob said i mean, i guess it was like really close with bob saget which is kind of you know too bad because they both died very, you know, within the last couple months. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, he had been, his family said he had been dealing with a uh, an Ill- illness, had a long yeah. bout with an illness, but I don't think it said what.
0: Yeah, no, because on according to IMDb, on, according to IMDb, it just says illness. Uh, so it doesn't, it doesn't really give specifics, but um, you know, he he had done a lot of stuff. I mean, like. Uh, you know, he was in uh, I, I always remember him from as the the guy who ran the orphanage on uh, uh, Problem Child and in the sequel. He was the principal. Um, <laughs> he was also in uh, Adventures of Ford Fairlane. You know, speaking of Andrew Dice Clay, uh, he's like his old friend who dies at the beginning and kind of uh, starts him off on the on on his on his adventure. Um, and then he was also, you know, he, he, you'd see him pop up in movies like Beverly Hills cop Two, Um, and, uh, God, what else? Uh, uh but yeah, I mean, he was just like, apparently
1: he was one of those one season cast members on SNL. Oh, from that, from the infamous season with the eight 1980
0: to 81. Oh, okay. Well then that, that's not the, cause the, infamous no, season, that's not, that's one, not yeah. the
1: Robert Downey jr. Season. Uh, I think that's
0: the that was the um, the Eddie Murphy that was like the the Eddie Murphy Joe Piscopo uh, yeah. season yeah
1: um, which and, I, uh, I didn't that's a, I didn't realize that he was either on there. I
0: think he was probably he may have just he, he was probably <laughs> just like a featured player or something because because remember they also changed that uh, you know because Eddie Mur the people that Eddie Murphy and Joe Piscopo started with were a completely different cast than like you know like later i like go like the next couple like the next year or two because they fired them and then it just kept murphy and piscopo and then that's when you get billy crystal and um elaine why can't i think of her name julie louis dreyfus and martin short and harry Shear on the show uh-huh. and christopher guest um and the show start gradually getting better um and uh but yeah but i would say that probably the most famous role and this is why uh this is probably what makes uh gilbert godfrey so well known to especially people our generation and younger yeah, is the, he was the voice book. of iago <laughs> what's oh, that
1: i thought no. you, i thought you were going with the aflac oh no uh he was no, the voice I... of
0: he was the voice of iago uh from from aladdin who was yeah, jafar's little pretty little pretty toady bad. who eventually becomes you know heroic in the sequel but yeah and that kind of you yeah, because it's funny. I always feel how Disney does that. How they'll take the most foul mouth comedians, yeah, and then like just sort of, I guess you know, like, <laughs> like make them wholesome. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they're going to They did that with Bob. We're going to we're going to fix you. <laughs> yeah, they did it. With, they did it with Bob Saget, Bob uh, Bobcat Goldfunk, and uh, uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Um, the thing that I also remember him hosting was, do you remember USA Up All Night? Uh, yeah. Because it would be like they would sort of switch off between him and Ronda Shear. and I always remember him hosting that, and just remember how vulgar he was on that, and and being like, you know, one of those things of like, I, I'm, you know, as a little kid, I'm watching it and being like, I probably shouldn't be watching this. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get
1: so busted. Oh man.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, and the the other, like, I remember there was a, a PSA. Me. Do you remember the PSA he did where he was the, the a talking uh, smoke detector? Yeah,
1: he's like, I make this
0: noise so that there's really annoying noise so that whenever smoke goes off, y'all know to run. <laughs> 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 oh, but uh, but yeah, he uh, you know he was like I said he was uh, like and, and I love the. Oh God! That thing we saw—the what was that? Brett Gelman, the the thing where he has the celebrity dinner. He gets, oh yeah, uh, he
1: gets what was Gilbert Godfrey
0: gets like <laughs> killed by wild dogs. Dinner
1: something. with Brett Gelman or something like that. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it was called. And
0: doesn't, doesn't Gilbert Godfrey get attacked by wild dogs <laughs> or
1: something? Uh, well. It, isn't he like hiding under the table at one well, point? Brent Gelman
0: does that, and that's that's in the okay. second one with all the the black uh, actors and actresses. Like with the <laughs> and the first one because it was Allison Pill, Gilbert Godfrey, and another character actor who I can see his face. But I well, there, yeah, there
1: were several of them, just like yeah. the second one.
0: But no, but yeah, I know that that Gilbert Godfrey was on the one with Allison Pill. And there's a thing like where they have to go out in the yard to get something, and Uh. and then Gilbert Godfrey, while he's out in the yard, he gets attacked by a wild dog and dies. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, and the thing was, it's like every in everything he was ever in, he was Gilbert Godfrey. It's not like he was trying to ever be like, I'm something, yeah, I'm not. Um, and and yeah and he was always he was also one of those guys that you always looked forward to um on the on those comedy central roasts because he would always have a pretty good singer uh for whoever was the whoever was the person that was being roasted yeah and um,
1: he, he always loved telling the aristocrats joke
0: yes <laughs> but uh but yeah no um it's sad because you know it's you know you you you, know, you and I are at that age where we're looking at oh man all the all yeah the like all everybody's the comedy,
1: dying off
0: like yeah all these comedy that... icons that we grew up with are we're losing them now <laughs> so kind of mean, sure one, this is turn, probably man. how like this is probably how people felt you know the a generation before me felt like when Do- Rodney Dangerfield was di- died off or like yeah. Kenny Youngman <laughs> and all this stuff you know yeah um, but yeah no I mean he Columbo he, Colombo,
1: mm hmm, Hudson. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Caleb uh, Telly Savalas. <laughs> when all those guys started oh. dying off,
0: Telly Savalas. I don't know. He he weirdly. I don't know. He just always looked weird to me. Uh, yeah. I don't know what it was about Telly Savalas. He just looked like he was sinister. Um, uh, <laughs> but and uh, last movie he made was a softcore porn. Yeah, fun <laughs> sidebar there. <laughs> It's called mind. It's called mind twister. Look it up, kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anywho, um, so but yeah, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, you know, like I said, he is you know like like you know part of that part of that generation of like the 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 stand up you know because there was that boom in the eighties where stand up was huge. Like you know that's like these guys were were rock stars pretty much, and he was of that generation. Um. And it's sad, like I said, it's really sad to see that we're losing them now. You know, like that that generation of stand up comedians are, you know, we're like one by one they're they're dropping, you know, and yeah, um, like Norm Macdonald, um, uh, Bob is it Norm Donald, Bob Saget, uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, and uh, I feel like somebody else, Jonathan, uh, the oh, amazing, amazing Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, he died. Uh, which did we mention him before? I can't remember. I don't did think
1: the, the, he was the other one we forgot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, amazing. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, during, amazing Jonathan uh, during our hiatus. Hiatus.
0: Yeah. Um, um,
1: the amazing Jonathan. He always he pretended to be a magician during his act, and like his 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 things would always go wrong, yeah. like his bird would be dead or his you know he'd pull yeah. hankies out of his sleeve and then like blow his nose and they'd be bloody or something yeah. I, I don't know well, i don't like, remember, remember there's
0: one where it's supposed to be a, he he had a prop that was like a giant thing of cocaine and he snorted yeah. it in and front he of snorted the audience. It all, yeah <laughs> yeah but my um, favorite i think my favorite bit of amazing jonathan's was whenever he has like you know he has his handkerchief over his hand he goes miss do you like birds and she goes yeah and he takes the handkerchief off and it's just him giving her the finger <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: it's so stupid but so funny
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just like it's like it's like you should have seen it coming but you didn't <laughs> so yeah um so so know, both
1: um, yeah but i that's um he was the one we forgot.
0: Yeah, so two so you know two we we you know within the last uh last few weeks we've lost two actually well you we'll, we'll months months agate Yeah, in like, last few months we've lost a lot of good comedy icons from that era of you know like the, of like the rock star uh stand-up era and it's a shame because god I mean it's not you know stand-up really isn't the same as it was before cuz you know because I remember growing up with like the, because a big part of it was the HBO and the comedy central specials, which you don't really see now. I mean, like they have the Netflix ones. Well,
1: where... yeah, it's, it's all Netflix and uh, Amazon has a bunch of specials. Yeah. Uh, but you kind of have now. to hunt for those, you know, yeah. like, whereas yeah. whenever, if you were just watching, you know, growing up and you had HBO or you had comedy. Well, it central, was, and not everybody had one. Yeah. It, it was like a big deal. If you got a special, yeah. you know, like you, you were, really making it. And now it's like, oh, here's, you know, Jen Hilarious or whatever. Yeah. She's got a special. But hey. yeah, the, the the whole style, the presentation was different. Yeah. Um, you had like Sam Canison and uh, like the yelling, you know, vulgar kind of yeah edgy comics. But or then you had the guys like um Seinfeld or yeah. the, the, <laughs> um, the more observational like hey yeah, Paula Poundstone. You ever You ever anything? noticed everything? <laughs> <laughs> who was that that did that? That was
0: Billy West that did that. Because <laughs> it was on an interview. So if uh, you grew up in Oklahoma like we did, there were these guys named Rick, uh, Rick and Brad who uh, were on Rock 100.5, The Cat, and they had an interview with Billy West from Ren and Stimpy and Futurama. Uh, and he did a Paula Poundstone impression. and He was like, you ever notice
1: everything? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, and yeah. like Howie, Howie Mandel was from that era too. Yeah, like yeah, he was, yeah, he was. He he was because dull. he was
0: very much kind of like he had like a weird mixture of prop, but also observational. Uh, yeah, comedy. Like, well, and, and even even Gallagher <laughs> was from that <laughs> too. So,
1: which man, um, that
0: guy? Oh, he is. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, actually, I mean, the, it's his brother that was the.
0: Well, no, like there, there have been interviews like where he's like he's kind of said something like the the real the, the actual one like because because his because his brother would go on tour pretending to be him and you know, yeah. he would just play like like kind of piddly piddly shows and stuff but yeah. all the specials were him but I guess fairly recently um, as in like the last couple years or so because uh, I know there was the WTF thing where. And I think you can find it on YouTube, uh, where he walks out like he gets pissed at Mark Maron because Mark Maron is calling him out on some like racist jokes he made, <laughs> and yeah. he's just like, "Oh, well, I'm not even sticking around for this," and then leaves. It was like till he, like goes on this big thing of like, and, and also like knocks people who play clubs and stuff, and that's really where comedy is now is is in clubs, uh, like yeah. I mean, days. it kind of but,
1: went yeah. back. I mean, you'll have. Yeah
0: and he was talking about you know he's talking big about out shows. He's like if you want to play state fairs you need to do this it's like do you really want to
1: play state fairs
0: yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> something very white trashy about that you know
1: <laughs> yeah and i mean you, you kind of had like this resurgence in the 80s of comedy where it yeah. got big again but then it kind of fell off <clears throat> Mid '90s, kind of like Marvel, you know. Yeah. Um, Well, because a lot of those
0: guys were really getting their own show; they were getting like their sitcoms at that point, right? And then, and then you
1: had, uh, you had this resurgence in the mid to late thousands, two thousands.
0: The aughts there, yeah, and
1: where which is all everybody kind of right now, like Patton Oswalt and um, Jim Gaffigan, Jim Gaffigan, Jim. Kirkman uh uh G Jelinek Holmes. what what's his name Mike uh is it Michael Jelinek oh um no that's not right
0: uh, 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 no, and I just heard him like his uh Marian mentioned him on the podcast. yeah listening Bill, to uh, did you
1: say Bill Burr too
0: oh I didn't say Bill Burr but yeah Bill Burr um Bill Burr. Uh, I said Pete, uh, Pete Holmes was yeah. one. Um, yeah,
1: but so, and, and Mark, you know, Mark Maron finally caught on, even though he was on, like, really early. Episodes yeah, he, yeah, he'd been, I
0: mean, he'd been at the comedy store as a door guy since he was, like, 22. Yeah, so.
1: but he finally caught on at this, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, late and like, stage. In, like,
0: like, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. But, like but now
1: it's, like, more indie, you know? Like, yeah. they, they play... Theaters, but they're small theaters, you yeah. know. Or they'll do
0: or you know, they'll do like they'll, they'll they'll go to like a comic book store, like a comic book store, or cafe or something. Like there was that uh
1: Yeah, that started was with that, melt, that was a, meltdown that that comics. Kamal
0: Nanjami and um oh I can't think of the other guy's name who's on Mr. Science Theater, um uh the new the new Jonah, one Jonah Ray. Yeah, Jonah Ray, like yeah, Kumil non jami. There was that that thing that they had on Comedy Central for a while where it was well it was
1: called Meltdown Comics yeah. or or what the thing they would do. Which had been around long before that show, and yeah. and then shortly after that show, they quit doing it. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, they would have comedy in a comic book store, and it was kind yeah. of more experimental, like the thing with James Adomian, yeah. Where he was the uh sheriff of Nottingham, yeah. So they
0: not mean, good... yeah. Or, or they or they brought out uh, I can't think of the actor's name, but the guy who played Biff, and he had this big musical number <laughs> that he did because he like. He was another guy that I never realized was a stand-up but apparently he was and that's uh, yeah. how he got the job. <laughs> and then he kind of and now he's kind of gone back. He's like in his in his later years he's kind of wanted to go back to that which is I do think is kind of funny how that seems to be the trend for stand-ups who like oh they go off they have their movie career they you know they 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 have a career in yeah. acting or whatever and then they
1: kind of retire from that and then they're like
0: I want to go back to stand-up.
1: You know, yeah. <laughs> so, or they're like, "I need money. <laughs> I guess I can do stand up." There's always
0: stand up, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. But back to what we were originally saying. Um, uh, R.I.P. to both Gilbert Godfrey and Amazing Jonathan. Uh, your comedy will always be remembered, and you know, thank God we we have social media and we have things like YouTube to where we can always access it. Um, and you guys will be missed. Thank you for the funny. Um, what's that? That's very sweet, Jeremiah. Very film Oh, you know, I can be—I'm a pretty sweet guy sometimes if I feel like it, but not really.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, are you caught up on Moon Knight?
1: Yeah, yeah, I um, am.
0: And of course, there uh, as we're recording this, uh, a new one is going to drop within a few hours, um, yeah. which I will—I will watch in real time. Yeah, um, this
1: uh, second episode. Like, I'm kind of hoping, and, and Carrie said this too, she was like, are they going to move away from Stephen Grant, or uh, is this going to be the show? Yeah. <laughs> I was, it seems like now he's the one sitting, in the, he's the
0: one now trapped in the mirror, it's, it, is, it appears.
1: Yeah, well, and hopefully it stays that way. And I'm wondering, you know, last episode I mentioned in the comics, there's there's Mark Spector, who's really the dominant personality. Yeah. Uh, there's Stephen Grant who you see his Mr. Knight, apparently when Mark Spector is in charge, he's Moon Knight. Mm -hmm. And when Stephen Grant is kind of in, in the driver's seat, he's Mr. Knight.
0: He's Mr. Knight. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, with the suit and kind of the rolled up shirt sleeves and kind of a, you know, dapper fighter guy, but, but he's still kind of inept, which, Mm -hmm. you know, but in the comics, there's a third personality. I couldn't think of his name last time, but yeah, the cabbie, right? The cabbie is Jake Longley, I think, is his last yeah. name. But it's Jake Longley. Yeah, and um,
0: and he's the more brutal one that you said.
1: Yeah, he's kind of the more no nonsense, brutal yeah. kind well, of he, guy. And I know,
0: like he's supposed to be, because I mean, if you go from the comic book, uh, you know, Mark Mark Specter is like you know he's he's the or, you know he's the, the the dominant one in that, and he's the he's the guy that. Conchu saved because he was the mercenary. Right. Uh Stephen Grant is in the comics, is supposed to be this sort of wealthy playboy, and that's how they get funding, you know, for him to go. That's how he's able to travel and do all that stuff. And yeah. then uh what was the what was the cabbie's name again? Jake
1: Jake Longley. Yeah,
0: Jake Longley is a cabbie and he's sort of his connection to the underworld. Like he like kind of spies and has his ear to the ground of like, Oh, what's going on uh, crime wise or whatever. Yeah, the street-wise.
1: Yeah. The street-tough.
0: Yeah, <laughs> street-tough. Um. <laughs> um, I was like, like all in all, though, I liked the episode, because especially like the thing I liked that they kind of went in a different direction than you thought they were going to go. It's whenever, um, you know, whenever uh, uh, Steven is uh, at the, uh, but basically it's sort of like the little like home base for the, um, oh, what's the goddess's name? Amit. The Amit Y'all, yeah, the Amit followers, and you think that like, oh man, it looks like he's being convinced that you know that they're that, that they're winning him over because they're you know they're showing him that we're not violent, we're you know we're you know, we're it's conscious. He's the he's yeah, the buttholes, you know? man. Yeah, and and then there's the thing where he's like, you know, oh, you know, we we judge, you know, we find we preemptively find out whether or not people are good or bad, and if they're good. they they go on and prosper and then
1: he basically says so what if a baby (laughs) yeah so you're gonna judge a baby for something he might do in 20 years yeah (laughs) but it's it's kind of like minority report yeah but they haven't done it yet yeah so
0: and so i really like that because like instead of like in the whole like seduction thing and then you see that oh no he's not steven's not as big of a sap as they th- as as like clearly clearly um I forget Ethan Hawke's character's
1: name now too Arthur um it's what is it Arthur Harrow or Pharaoh something okay. like that but he you can
0: clearly see that he underestimates him, because <laughs> he thinks oh this is working you know and then yeah clearly it's not <laughs> so I didn't like that aspect and um and I guess kind of like him fighting the jackal is. A like a the reference. invisible,
1: oh, yeah, visible jackal.
0: I guess yeah. jackal, jackal, it's a jackal, it's a jackal, jackal. <laughs> it was a jackal the first time. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm kind of wondering if that is a reference to um, a werewolf by night. Um, which apparently, I guess, in episode one, there was a QR. It's, it's whenever he, um, or not, or no, not in episode one, I guess it's this episode or, or the second episode, whenever he finds the. The storage locker that that you know it's kind of like what he's been using as sort of a uh, yeah. There was a there was a QR code, QR on code it. that if you if you scanned it, it would take you to the uh, Werewolf by Night, which is the first appearance of uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, huh. So, um, and who knows if they're going to do a, um, uh, a Werewolf by, if they're going to have Werewolf by Night. Uh, show up. Well, they school. might, but
1: they'll call it werewolf by numbers.
0: Uh <laughs> he does it by the numbers. <laughs> and was it? Is it like an art instruction school type? Thing? Yeah,
1: yeah. You have to draw the episode yourself. Can and you flip?
0: Here's a
1: You have to flip the pages to make them move. You have to, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, and the, and the thing though with that, that I'm kind of wondering if they'll run and in, run into problems with because correct me if I'm wrong, but werewolf you're wrong. By- well, <laughs> so correct me. Don't just <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Uh, werewolf by night in the comics is John Jameson, right? Which is J. Jonah Jameson's kid.
1: Yes. I don't think the original one was, yeah. um, the original one was, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, let me look it up here. The but the current one is John, John Jameson. Jameson. Yeah. Because I'm wondering um, if
0: like they'll they would have a problem with that because technically that's probably a character that Sony owns.
1: Yeah, so if you go if you look it up Werewolf by Night is the name applied to two fictional characters. Hmm. He first appeared in 1972, Marvel Spotlight. Uh, Jacob Russoff. Russoff hmm. was the original one. Or no, and Jack Russell is what they call him. Oh,
0: that's the worst. I know.
1: <laughs> I know that's so. His real name is Jacob Russoff, but most often they they call him Jack Russell. Yeah, I like just want Jack find Russell Terrier.
0: Yeah, get ready to bleep, F- you Marvel for doing.
1: That. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, it's, well it's just like it's, hey, hey, it's bad Thomas. as Alfred
0: Porter, you know, Roy,
1: Roy, and Jeannie Thomas, and Jerry Conway, and Mike Pluge. Created him so, no, blank f- them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then the current one is the current one is Jameson. John, yeah, John Jameson. Yeah. yeah, John Jameson Jingleheimer Schmidt.
0: That's Jonah Jameson's name too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and whenever they go out, the people always shout, "I
0: need pictures of Spider Man." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see that
1: coming. Did you? Oh, out of nowhere. <laughs> um. I always
0: love oh. the I always love that. I think there was a meme of like, "Oh, would you like some nude pics?" He goes,
1: "No, I want pictures of Spider Man." <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Spider Man. I gotta say, that's the best thing about the internet. Yeah, <laughs> memes, like really good ones too. Like yeah. really thought, you know, like really good memes. Um, but did you,
0: uh, so what did you, all in all over the, so, you know, uh, overall, what did you think of the episode?
1: Well, um, I mean, it was good. I'm, I'm kind of hoping, like Carrie said, that they're, like, gonna start using Mark Spector more than Stephen Grant, or yeah. that maybe Stephen Grant will stop being so, <laughs> like, I don't want comic relief all the time, you know, yeah, I want... Yeah. I want some action to happen. Uh, so hopefully now that we've kind of established things, we've brought in Layla Faholuli or whatever, her, yeah. however you say her last name, Faholuli. Yeah. Um, that uh, we'll kind of start moving the f- story along a little bit more. Um, Cause it's well, been a lot of, it's been they, a lot of expositional type stuff, you know? And they
0: haven't, we haven't even yet seen uh, midnight man yet, which is the character that, um, Ah, uh, uh, I Ooh, no, I'm butchering his last name. Yeah, not last name. Um,
1: uh, yeah. see previous episodes where we talked about his tragic death.
0: Yeah, because um, yeah, this is the last thing he filmed. Um, right, and we haven't even got to his character. Like, his character hasn't even been introduced yet. Uh, so I'm assuming that's a... and no.
1: and I still don't know if he's like a bad guy or well, uh, in the comics,
0: because uh, I actually I saw like a a i think it was i forget if it was comic book uh or, or variant the or the variant channel or if it was one of those looper things i end. saw but they talked about how he's he is sort of a villain like he's he's like at least in the original um iteration of him he was supposed to be sort of like a thief like and he didn't really like in, in like a really good martial arts like he didn't really have any superpowers but he was like this like just really skilled sort of cat burglar who always would strike at midnight. That's why they called him Midnight
1: Man. Yeah, the say, Midnight is Bomber. He's the Midnight Bomber with bombs at midnight. That's what I was going to say. He's not the Midnight Bomber with bombs at midnight? Yeah, baby!
0: <laughs> yeah, baby! <laughs> so the guy says, oh yeah, man, that's, you want to be bad? Yeah, I'm real bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh God. The tick. Uh, but
0: yeah so you know so we haven't even had him be introduced yet uh which i'm assuming he's gonna play a fairly major role since i mean that um he is an, i mean you know he was an international he was an international name so clearly they they cast him for that reason um really? and um just kind of looking around here just the cast list to see if there's anybody else that looks like oh well we haven't seen this person yet um, but yeah, apparently there is someone playing Wendy Spector. I don't know if that's supposed to be his mom or, or an ex-wife. Who knows? Um. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, I'm to see where it goes. I know, like, some people aren't exactly sold on it, but it's just like I like it, especially considering well, the other alternative right now you have for Marvel is uh, Morbius. And you know what? I'm good. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think I'll wait till that comes out on cable, like until it's on like TBS. Well, and or and,
1: and technically that's Sony. Sony you know, yeah. like Sony's still trying to like they're like, okay, look, you could make a good Spider-Man, but we're still going to try to build a universe over here. Yeah, without I mean, Spider-Man.
0: But they did you see the pitch meeting for Morbius yet?
1: <laughs> no, I haven't watched it because because
0: uh, <laughs> we're in the Marvel universe now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, and and apparently they're like the next movie or one of the next couple movies is going to be craven and and yeah, I get, well they, and they have
0: Aaron Taylor Johnson.
1: And, well, and it's like, okay, guys, you understand that people only like these characters because they interact with Spider-Man. Yeah. If you're trying to create a universe based on spider-man without spider-man you're kind of missing the point it's it's like they're
0: trying to do a sinister six movie but they're not
1: really sinister (laughs) yeah yeah you you're kind of uh you're people want to see them but only in as much as they deal with spider-man yeah they don't want to see them by themselves
0: well and they've really kind of screwed up the whole the i remember this being kind of talked about how uh Instead of going making Venom be a bad guy who kind of changes his way and becomes then the Lethal Protector, they just started out with Lethal Protector, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, like... and and without Spider Man, mm-hmm. and so, now they're kind of going about it backwards. Like, oh, there's the 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 symbiote.
0: You know, a piece of the symbiote piece... exists now in the MCU. You know? Yeah,
1: which what what's going to happen? Is that going to be the next Spider Man movie, or mm-hmm. are they? Are they gonna have a new ve- Venom pop up? Or are they gonna, uh,
0: yeah, I mean, are they gonna do Secret Wars and do it proper? You know, <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, but but the problem is, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll do that. They'll they'll have Tom Holland get a piece of it, or they'll have uh, whoever they're gonna play Miles Morales, or Eddie Brock, or whatever. Yeah, maybe they'll, maybe they'll get it first you and then go to cast Eddie Brock. Both embraced, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Oh uh, hey I'm, I'm Venom. Huh? Oh hey yeah,
0: uh, I'm Venom. Uh, look, look at me, I'm uh, weird and awkward right now. Okay, uh, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. No matter what that guy's in, he's always going to be Eric Foreman. Maybe
1: maybe they can cast Laura Prepon and yeah, she'll yeah. be a female Venom. <laughs> maybe that. she maybe she can play Scream uh, or Toxin. Yeah or Rage or any of the other like. 22 different venom symbiote spin-offs.
0: Yeah. But uh, but yeah, um... I did
1: like the idea. I haven't seen it, but I liked the idea of Woody Harrelson as as uh, uh, Cletus Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah.
0: And uh, I've, I I uh, I haven't seen it either, but I really heard uh, didn't did Circus uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Andy Circus directed that one, right? it's uh, uh, Think. I think he did. Yeah, I think oh. he directed that. Yeah, so I mean that—that's one reason I'd want to see it. He's Just a big cause... time director now. Oh yeah, he's big time. I nice. up the precious directing skills. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actions, <assist>. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, but anywho, oh smeagol Um, but no, uh. And also, I mean that guy probably not, I'm sure he, he's a director because he, he probably never has to work again. Look at how many franchises
1: that dude. is Oh, uh, he's been yeah, he's been in every single one. Yeah, he's been.
0: Let's see, Star Wars, Planet of the Apes, Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, he was also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Was what has mean, he even in
1: DC? Well, Planet. You said Planet, planet of the, the Apes,
0: Apes, right? Yeah. I mean, have, uh, have, have uh, well, now he's also, I guess, done. Sonyverse now since he directed yeah. that. Uh so yeah, I think the and, and unless I'm missing something, I think the only thing he hasn't been in is the DC universe or or anything like that.
1: Well, he probably he probably played one of the the flying uh demon A Parademon. Yeah, the Parademons. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that we
1: uh, you know, kind try of a to... light, uh, a light week after being yeah, gone, yeah. and um, we need to make a quick one anyway. So,
0: yeah. uh, well, trying to, before we go. I'm just trying to think if there's any anything else that you know we forgot or or something that happened. Oh, um, oh uh,
1: you were going to talk about C2E2. Oh yeah,
0: um, so.
1: Uh, this was actually kind of some exciting news
0: I got. Um, I uh, recently. Yeah, speak- I, I, speaking of big time. Guess, oh, yeah. Big time. I mean, honestly, I think I just fooled them and, and it's, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so C2E2 is happening in August. Uh, eventually, I think they're going to leapfrog because the last one was in December. I think they're trying to leapfrog back to their normal time of year, which would actually
1: be right now.
0: Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I applied for both and- a table and uh, remind
1: people who don't know they're not in Chicago well, what C2E2 okay, so, is. Uh,
0: C2E2 stands for the Chicago Comic Book and Entertainment Expo. So, so it's C2E2, you know. Right. right. Uh, and it's probably one of the bigger it's one of the bigger shows in the Midwest. Uh, I would say it's arguably the well biggest, yeah it's, it's, uh, it's, it's convention um, in the Midwest.
1: Yeah, it's it's taken uh, over from like you know, you've got San Diego Comic Con, which is obviously the largest, but a lot of people don't like that one anymore because they've yeah. gone away from comics and it's more just a pop it's, it's culture. It's basically
0: a, a, a test, or what do you call that? A focus group. It's the world's yeah, well, largest, well, focus like group. like
1: E three or uh, yeah. some of those that that type where it's more just like everything, and it's not mm-hmm. just comics anymore. And comics has kind of taken a backseat to yeah. just pop culture in general yeah and um, oh. and this is and then and there's
0: New York which is actually it's the, that's repop the same people that do C2E2 and they're very more they're much more balanced they try to keep things balanced in that yes it's comic books but it's also or it's entertainment but it's also a comic con you know, comic right
1: and and previously there was Wizard World which yeah, came which through and that, that fell through. gone
0: and now Wizard World is owned by Fan Expo uh, which right
1: and they're not as good oh,
0: well i don't know i mean
1: well wizard uh, world wasn't i don't know about oh, fan expo I know, cause, yeah like. i don't
0: know about because i know that like fan expo has bought them out in fan expo like this is the first year they're doing it so i don't and i'm probably not going to be able to attend fan expo because it happens the first week in july and i might not be in chicago that week um but angelo my artist is i think he's got a table there so if, you, if you're in Chicago, kids, and you want to go to the Donald E. Stevens, which, that's the thing that always irritates me too about, that irritated me about Wizard World and, and even now Fan Expo is that they don't take place in Chicago. They take place in Rosemont.
1: Rosemont, yeah. Out yeah. in the Rosemont. Uh... Yeah, the Donald
0: E. Stevenson Convention Center. Um, and when
1: we first went out there, it was still the Rosemont Center.
0: Yeah. Um, and anyhow, uh, well, I think it's called the Rosemont Center, but it's like, the earth the things the whole, the whole the building itself I think it's called the Rosemont Center, but then it's called the Donald E. Stephen within that yeah. is that thing. Yeah. Um, but the you know the because um, uh, it's at that Hyatt, you know <laughs> the Hyatt the Rosemont yeah. Hyatt. That's what it is. Um, and anywho, um, uh, but uh, so C two E
1: two came and we went to like the first two. Yeah, I, I have actually I've actually never missed one i have
0: gone to every i have managed to go to every single c2 i have every lanyard uh of, of every show uh that they've had and um yeah it was I, i'll never forget it too because I, I mean i think we went there on a whim too because i originally had no intention of even going i think either neither one of us had any intention of going and then well we saw it was the... it was
1: brand new we had gone to like the a couple of wizard worlds, worlds there because yeah. that was all that was available so we yeah. had gone to a couple of those, and then there was C two E two, and we were like, "Oh well, yeah, let's go." This yeah, we just... saw the,
0: the guest list because they had uh, <laughs> for me a big a big one was Garth Ennis was going to be there, and then Bri- and then Brian Michael Bendis, uh, Mark Miller, uh, pretty much like almost like you know the the rock stars of comics at the time. <laughs>
1: what's what's that uh, the Simpsons gag with the the cowboy guy?
0: Gag of the cowboy guy,
1: you know, where he's like, "Yep, yeah, that's right."
0: Oh, oh, uh, yeah, uh, or, uh, oh, God, what was his name? Uh, Bud McCoy, or or or, or uh, something McCoy. Uh, um, Buck Buck McCoy. Yep, that's right, Buck McCoy.
1: Buck McCoy. Or <laughs> on David E.
0: Selznick. Who? That's right, David E. Selznick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> David oversell oh shelves't yeah anyway then, that's what I was thinking when you were like yeah and he was there and he was there and yeah. that's right Buck McCoy was there
0: but yeah and I mean it was definitely geared the you know, the idea has always been kind of do a nice little balance of its comics and then it's also uh it's also entertainment uh, and yeah. they've had some pretty I mean I know that uh, uh I think you know chris Chris uh, Hemsworth has been there and I think I think pretty much, every one of the people from avengers have been there in some shape and in, in some capacity yeah. and they um, and they
1: still do panels or yeah they still do
0: panels yeah. um i have not that's the problem like when you're when you're kind of working it you don't really have time to go to the panels anymore but you yeah. know um and uh, you know and like a lot of times you'll you'll have you can you know uh, you know you, you can go to get your get your book signed and stuff like that and um and anywho, uh, but no, like I said, I've been going for uh, this point. Uh, god, I'm trying to think how many they've had. They started it in 2000. Actually, here, I know I can tell you, I know how I can tell you one moment. Hmm. Uh, let's see.
1: Get in, in the way back, back machine. And ah,
0: so, the first one was in 2010, so they've been going for about 12 years now. So, yeah,
1: um, wow, they, have not missed a year.
0: they did not, COVID did not slow them down because they were actually. This is kind of funny. Um, uh, the one that uh, my artist tabled at, that I actually got to table at and we got to, actually got to kind of work was C2E2 2020. And literally two weeks after that is when the proverbial hit the fan and the world shut and the, the entire country and the world shut down. So we were very lucky to get in. Um, but. Uh, But yeah, so I've been going to every single one of them uh, and the, uh, you know, this, you know, they fairly recently were taking in applications for uh, Artist Alley and Professionals, um, which I applied to both uh, and haven't heard back from Artist Alley. However, good news is I did get uh, approved as a professional. Now, I don't know (laughs) if that's, I mean, I don't, I'm sure it's, it's not a huge deal. You know, but it's like for me, it is just because I'm like, oh, they look because clearly they looked at, uh, you know, the the social media pages we have for ashes and we're like, OK, I guess he's he's, he's legit. You know?
1: I guess he's a professional. Then. Yeah. <laughs> like, no professional. more, no more uh, investigating necessary. Well, uh,
0: to, to I, hopefully you'll you'll understand what I'm doing here and you will finish the quote. <clears throat> you guys got nothing to worry about. I'm a professional.
1: I don't know. You were supposed to
0: say professional what? No. Come on, Cameron! <laughs> you suck. I thought you. I thought you were. I thought you were cool, Caleb. Uh, <laughs> but, but no. Um, and so, I, like, I the, left that
1: life behind. The
0: the, the thing. Oh, that's a reference that only you and I get. <laughs> 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 um. But anyhow, maybe ben maybe Kerber. one other person. <laughs> ben
1: Kerberger. That's right. Ben, Who I bet Parker
0: doesn't even doesn't even know this podcast exists. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, knows. But anyways, uh, as I said, um, he
1: always knows. Um, thank you, old man
0: uh, uh, <laughs> Parker. Uh, but uh, but uh, you know the 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 advantage with the the pro badge is one. I, you know i have a you, know, you know it's a three-day pass uh i don't and unlike the right like the traditional three-day pass it's under a hundred dollars which that's where CTv2 is now is that like it's you know whenever we first yeah, what it was, was like 70 something oh i think it was 50 it was actually cheap i think it was 50 oh yeah it was 50 and then it just progressively got higher you know well it, which as these shows do um and uh any uh i only had to pay you know for my pro badge after all the Uh, excuse me after all the taxes and everything it ended up being $40 and I and it was a moment when I did that I was like there was this weird moment of remembering the first con that you and I went to in in 2004 that was the exact same price
1: we paid (laughs) for a three-day pass in Dallas like
0: yeah I was just kind of like wow just got really nostalgic all of a sudden of how like man that's when I was just like some schlub coming to these things and now I'm getting a pro badge and like being recognized as, okay, you're a professional Come in here and, uh, you know, rub elbows with people. <laughs> so, um, but no, we're excited. We're hopefully, uh, you know, we're, you know, we're still, I'm, I'm still hoping that we get a table as well. Um, just so, you know, it's going to make it selling the book a lot easier. Um, as opposed to just like having, you know, having it on me, walking around. Um, and, uh, and yeah, um, hopefully we'll have issue three done. Uh, you know, fingers crossed uh, by then. Um, and uh, no, it should be fun. Um, I know that like, they've kind of said a few of the guests that are coming, um, uh, but they haven't really done too much announcing because it's still it's still a, a few months away. It's going to be like I said. Uh, the I think it's August fifth uh, through the seventh. Um, and we'll definitely, I will definitely keep, uh, you know, people informed about, uh, when, and if, uh, we get our table. Um, but yeah, otherwise if you're in the Chicago area, I recommend it. It's probably one of the best, uh, cons, definitely the best con in the Midwest. Um, I have never been to New York's con or, or San Diego, but the thing I always hear about San Diego is just how horribly crowded it is. And just, you know, there you know, there's 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 no like you're just you're packed
1: in like cattle and Yeah, and it's it's just not everybody that was there in the original, you know, back when it started. Like uh the guy from Mile High Comics, he always talks about how you know it it's almost sad to and, and depressing now. Yeah. on my face, you dumb cat. Um <clears throat> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, just how how it's it's not even yeah it's not even really a comic. not even it's not even comics anymore. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just everything else and
0: oh, and it's and for one day it's like two hundred dollars or probably more than that. And then you also if you're yeah. if you're from out of town then you have to uh you know you have to figure in hotel expense which is probably another you know three four hundred dollars if you're if you're gonna be there for however long you know it's like yeah it's it's ridiculous and and here's the here's the other thing too is that like you know with c2e2 and with fan expo is and you know you can apply you can apply to be an artist alley you can apply for a professional badge uh with san diego comic-con you have to be invited so it's a very elitist kind of bs type operation they have yeah um but no uh repop like i said the the guys who who do c2e2 and do the new york con like they usually, they generally have a pretty good relationship, uh, with uh, with the artists, um, uh, who, who are and they also they they know that, uh, Chicago especially has a pretty decent uh, amount of, uh, kind of indie indie pe- indie book people as well as professionals.
1: Yeah, I mean, Ross is there, who, Alex Ross. Oh, yeah, Alex. Yeah, Alex Ross. I uh, mean that- yeah, the Tim, one
0: Tim Seely's here. Uh, Jim Terry, Hillary Barda, um, and then like I so, said, like there's a lot of there's also like kind of people who do who who focus um, on cover art. Like a guy I know named uh, uh, Jonathan Lamontia who's done stuff for heavy metal, you know. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah so boobs. What's
1: that? <laughs> I said, yeah, but you never get to see her boobs. You
0: never get to see her boobs for real.
1: But uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah.
0: Um, uh, it's listen. It's a great show. Uh, if you're in the Chicago area uh, you know, uh, on the fifth through the seventh of August, I recommend you see it. And hopefully, uh, like I said, we'll have a table, and you can come by and get yourself a copy of uh, Ashes, at least issue one, and two, possibly three.
1: Did I ever get issue two?
0: No, I have yours over here. I have a, I have yours. I have Kelly's. I have John's and i maybe kelly or maybe i did get kelly and john there's so i can't now i can't remember i need to do the count because i know i set i set aside one for you one for my mom one for uh, my brother a good one uh <laughs>
1: How's he doing by the well? We oh he uh, well,
0: and I forgot if I did mention this, if I mentioned this or not, but uh, I might as well because he he did come out of the other side of this. Um, oh good. My my brother Jason uh, did have an issue like where he had, I think it was like a sort of like a pulmonary infection, because uh, he like fluid had essentially amassed Lungs. around his heart. Oh well, no, or not, or it was his? Uh, it was his heart. Like he had. Oh. Uh, fluid had amassed uh, around his heart. And uh, it was just from some sort of an, and I don't even think I think we're still it's uh, still sort of a mystery as to how it happened. But he was getting sick a lot like he would have like uh, like, like feet like like insanely high fevers, like one hundred and three plus fevers. And then he would be OK for a week like for a week and then suddenly he'd come back. And it turned out like he's, he just had like this fluid, this like sort of sack around his around his heart. And he came damn near close to um, to not, you know, not being around. Um, and luckily, they got in there. They were able to put a they put a stent in there and and drain the fluid. And he's doing okay now. I guess like they. They were concerned that maybe it could be uh, lupus. Turns out it was not, um, or some sort of uh, autoimmune. They thought maybe it could be RA because our our mom has RA. Uh, but luckily, it turned out it was not that. It was. It's like I said. It's this weird mystery of not sure how he got it, but also knowing him, he's somebody who really kind of pushes himself probably more than he should, especially since he's now in his mid forties. <laughs> you know, probably. Probably could have been something related to that, but uh, but no, I mean he's doing he's doing good, and uh, thank God he thank God he made it through the other side of that. Um, But uh, but yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. You didn't say it. I said, oh, thank God. Yes, praise him.
1: (laughs) But seriously, yeah, aliens. Yeah, (laughs) we're not out of the woods yet.
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh but no i was saying you know, that like i have uh i need to do the count because i know i have i've have one set aside for you and one set aside for my mom one set aside for my brother and i think i've got one set aside for darren i'm fairly sure i got john and kelly theirs whenever i visited them for either thanksgiving or christmas yeah um but uh but yeah i i have i have one set aside and we'll figure i'll just have to figure out how the h i'm gonna get it to you um right. but yeah uh and issue three, post pop, possibly, uh, possibly comes out this summer. So keep your post. Keep follow us at uh, at Ashes Comic Book on yeah. YouTube. Not YouTube. Uh, take that again. <laughs> follow TikTok. us. TikTok. Follow <laughs> us uh, uh, at um, on uh, on social media at at Ashes Comic Book on which is that that's our handle on both uh, uh, Twitter. Uh, Instagram and Facebook. So, and uh, we will keep what, you guys updated. What about Zanga? I don't Zanga. Is not even a thing anymore? <laughs> no, I don't even think MySpace. I still, you know, the thing is, I know I still have an active MySpace account. I just never go. I haven't gone to it in probably a decade. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think when uh, you know when Justin Timberlake bought it and tried to revamp it, mm-hmm. I went back once and I was just like, this is not. It's like basically meant for musicians now. Dirty pop, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dirty pop. It's gonna be me. <laughs> um. Yeah. Did did I help edit this one?
0: Uh. Well, yeah. I mean, you've definitely. Uh, well, issue three. Yeah. I mean, you definitely. You and a couple other people are.
1: You generally the people that get to look at the script first. Yeah. Um, well, I, I couldn't remember. Which one was issue th- two and which one was three? Yeah, uh,
0: three. Well, because two is he finds the you know he you know, and, you know oh,
1: I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it is that the one with um... two is the one with Lilith. That's where we introduce Lilith, right? Uh, the okay. love interest. And three
0: is basically where he's he's going on a search for or well, I mean, I can say, I don't mind saying this. Uh, it's where we introduce the archangel Michael. Okay. Um, which I've seen some, uh, I've seen some, uh, uh, what do you call them? Thumbnails that Angelo has drawn for that. And they look pretty, I'm pretty excited to see where it goes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and I am very close to finishing, uh, issue four, um, but hey, guess what you're going to be reading that soon. Uh, <laughs> that's why you get special things in the, uh, in the credits.
1: Yeah, behind Josh Berry.
0: Yeah, well, he he bought fifty copies. So, how many did
1: you buy? Well, you never asked. <laughs> I would have I would have paid about three, Yep.
0: Oh, Um. Oh my god. Oh my tummy. <laughs> but uh, but
1: yeah, um.
0: Trying to think, was there anything else we needed to touch on before we uh, call it a night?
1: Um, how are you doing? Oh, doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> doing all right, pal.
0: It uh, reminds me of the Jimmy Kimmel thing where he has Harrison Ford, and he doesn't want any questions about Star Wars. <laughs> and the guy's like wearing a, a Star Wars or, or Jedi robe. <laughs> <laughs> are
1: Are you hungry?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Oh, yeah. Speaking of Jimmy Kumo, I watched it the other night, and I guess uh, uh, what's his face from Mighty Mighty Boss Tones is no longer the announcer.
0: No, yeah, I don't know. Because I, I only, I actually only watch his monologue. I don't, when it, when it goes right into the monologue, it doesn't actually do like the intro or whatever. So I, just, yeah, I, just, I just, I usually, like him and Seth Meyer, I watch on uh, YouTube. Uh, Colbert, I'll actually watch. Okay so yeah that's why so i would i didn't know that he that the mighty mighty Boston's guy wasn't there dickie that that was his name dickie yeah. uh dickie something but but i mean you know uh what's his face uh is still there hey Jimmy? Uh, yeah guillermo guillermo yeah so i still love the the one where um like or any of you ever if you haven't seen any ones where james adonian does mike lindell <laughs> The, the, he's he's the, my pillow guy. Yeah, you're doing yourself a disservice because there's one where he sees and he always calls him Jimmy Kimball. Yeah, Kimball. <laughs> and the uh, like, deep Martin trying to steal my patented fill. There's a thing. There's a thing where he sees Guillermo. He goes, "Oh my God, it's a caravan of Mexicans."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he's over there just like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like a bag of Wetzel's pretzels. He's like, where did you get all those? Like, oh, I got them. They were giving out free samples. I bumped the lady over the head and stole her bag.
1: One of my favorite things that Jimmy Kimmel started doing was the red carpet stuff. He would send Guillermo out to oh, do the yeah. red carpet, and and he's he would always take tequila and try to get him to drink. And the first couple of times he did it, like nobody would do it except sure. for like. Charlie's Theron, or somebody like that, you know, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yeah. um, and then, like, now everybody, they're like, oh, yeah. And then they drink it. They're like, wow, that's some strong stuff. He's like, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, know. no, yeah. Oh,
1: no Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, but, and he drinks every time. So by the end, he's like, getting super drunk. <laughs> and he's like, this is gamble for the Jimmy Kimmel Red Carpet. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it's pretty funny just watching all the celebrities yeah. come by and they're like, where's, where's my, where's my tequila? You, uh, <laughs> and they're starting to like expect it now, you know, they're yeah. like, now that they know who he is before they were just like, who is this guy?
0: Who's this random guy yeah. offering me tequila.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, no, I, uh, I guess I guess. See you next time. Jerk.
0: We covered everything in there and uh, yeah. For those of you listening, uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, once again, as always, if you like what it is we do here, uh, please remember to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share this podcast with others. You dirty a- devil. Easter's here. still on its way. Yes, Easter's coming. Put this in you, someone's uh, basket.
1: You have time. You have time to print out a transcript of of this episode and. Put it on little, like, uh, tiny slivers of paper mm-hmm. and put it in different eggs mm-hmm. and number put, them.
0: Put a chick, duck, and a bunny in there. You know, you're good. So. Yeah. Well, I get to see them as a kid. You know. yeah.
1: We need um, chocolate castings of our, our faces. Mm-hmm. That'd so be horrifying. Can... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, take it easy, folks. I don't know. I'd, I'd taste pretty damn sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't need to hear that would you eat me i <laughs> eat, I'd eat me i eat me so good <laughs> put the chocolate in the basket uh, this chocolate's precious
0: <laughs> and i think that's what you need
1: to <laughs>